Cruise Control streams live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast episode's information. This is Cruise Control, Control. your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Industry news will fix or repair your car on the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Your ride is about to begin because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson with you for a great hour of automotive news and information. And, uh, well, we're, we have no shortage of reveals, Les. We're going to get to an important right. reveal because the mid-sized truck segment just keeps expanding. Last week, we talked about the Ford Ranger, and this week... It is none other than the Toyota Tacoma. And uh, they've got a number of different models, including a very capable factory-built overlanding Trail Hunter edition. So we'll we'll talk about that. We certainly will. And uh, guess what? What's slowing down production of Alpha's Tonali crossover? It's a nice vehicle. Yeah. Uh, it has something to do with plumbing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you heard it on the AM radio. If you're a 90s fan, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's a song right. about that. And, well, there may be a bit of bipartisanship breaking out in Washington over this because, as you know, some makers are looking to eliminate AM radio from their vehicles. But it looks like... Everyone is on the same side telling automakers you have to put an AM radio in the vehicle for safety reasons. That's right, for national um, civil defense uh, stuff. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that. And uh, shareholders are asking Ford's CEO, what about quality? What about it? <laughs> well, what about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know you know that um, they had to shut down the Mustang line uh, last yeah. week because of Fitman issues and a couple of other things. So uh, yeah, it's a valid it's a valid question for sure. And then we're gonna have an at the wheel review of uh, you are gonna have an at the wheel review. Of the uh, Palisade by Hyundai, right? Yes, the Palisade Calligraphy, which is the highest trim end. And uh, a lot about it good. Some about it eh, sort of not great. (laughs) Okay. Well, sounds like a mixed review from Les Jackson. But we like to tell you the way they are, what, what our real impressions are. Uh, a little bit later on, I'm also going to have a uh, at-the-wheel review of the first fully electric vehicle from Lexus. That is the RZ, the RZ450E. Um, and actually did a bit of uh, DC charging with it and was very oh. impressed how quick it would charge up. You've used DC, DC chargers, right? Yes, Um they really do work well. You do have to allow time for it, but still, um, they're they're good. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned to Cruise Control because we are just getting started. Don't forget to check us out uh, at 
our YouTube page and some of our other social media outlets. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson, and we will be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. We're getting going here because we have a lot to talk about. And the first thing we're going to talk about, Fred, is the new uh, Toyota Tacoma. It was just revealed. Yeah, that's right. And um, it was revealed on Hawaii, um, which... The uh, Kona, yeah, Kona, yes, Hawaii, the and the Big Island. Kona. Yeah, well, not the island, the Big Island. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Island, Kona is on the Big Island. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think Maui, um, yeah, Kona. Let's talk about the Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I was thinking of Coney Island. <laughs> that's uh, that's anyway, different. Um, once again, Toyota's done it. Um, you know, they're they're putting out fine quality trucks. And this is uh, certainly going to be another one. Yes. Yes, it is. And uh, it made its debut, as we said, this week. It's got a standard turbocharged 2.4-cylinder engine, 278 horsepower. But if you need more, they have the iForce Max Hybrid that produces 326 horsepower, 450, 465 pound-feet of torque, and um, no more V6. The one I reviewed, yep. the current version I reviewed, the 2023 version I reviewed uh, a couple of weeks ago had the V6. So no more V6 gets replaced with that hybrid engine for, for the big output, um, which is not bad. It's got a couple of other interesting features. It has a side power release available for the tailgate. It's kind of located near the taillight. You press it and it will electrically open the tailgate and then lift it up as well. That's really a nice feature. It uh, is a nice feature. Tailgates are heavy. Yeah. And of course, it's got all the safety features uh, that are um, part of, uh, you know, the Toyota lineup. The interior's been redone and it has a bigger screen that stands proud, Les Jackson. I know you don't like that yeah it's it's a, it looks a little high but it's not really appreciably higher than the instrument panel yeah so uh that's been modernized on the inside and what's interesting they have two cabs they have the crew cab which most people will buy that uh, has a I believe a five foot bed and then if you want a six foot bed they have that extended cab with the two little doors in the back but what they've done is they've removed the rear seat because they felt nobody used it. They had a hmm. upgrade, I, I guess you would call it an upgrade, and uh, people would pay extra money to have it removed. So they decided to just take it out. So there's no more rear seat in that extended yeah, cab, I, just locking storage. I guess they've done lots of surveys and they realize only a small percentage of people use that back seat. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, called the sense. extra cab and it will have lockable storage and it's great 
you know, if you're using this as a trades truck and you uh, you just want to uh, get in there and, and lock up your tools out of sight, out of the weather, you know, you can do that. So uh, four-door double cab or the new extra cab. So the extra cab is the one extended cab. And actually, I don't believe it has the doors on the back. It just has the extra area. So Yeah, I think it's just a like a reach-in kind of. Yeah. So, but I know you always want more. And uh, always. They have something called the Trail Hunter, which has a lot of cool stuff on it. Um, it's designed for off-grid, <coughs> excuse me, off-grid overlanding adventures. Um, so it's got real nice big raised suspension and it can go kind of anywhere. Uh, boy, you know, it, it's, isn't it interesting that so many uh, small trucks well, all the manufacturers are really going after kind of the territory that Jeep used to sort of be the only player. Absolutely. And they're doing it with higher end uh, equipment. Uh, yes. yes. They're, not, they're not doing it with a straight axle in the front. Look at what this Trail Hunter has. It, uh, it has um, TRD upper control arms. Uh, full with full geometry, uh, front geometry, and reduce that optimized front geometry and reduce unsprung weight. Fox internal bypass, two point five inch manual modal quick switch shocks that can be adjusted for three different settings on the dials, and uh, and it's got a multi link rear suspension with Fox internal floating piston bump stops. This is a much more sophisticated truck than a jeep wrangler of course some people probably appreciate the jeep wrangler for its rough edges but uh, hey others are looking at the tacoma but more yeah. about the tacoma when we come back on cruise control cruise control and welcome back to cruise control fred staub and les jackson here we are glad you're mm -hmm. along for the ride and uh, kind of talking a little bit more about the tacoma Really a lot to talk about. Love to see that it's got a hybrid drivetrain. How about you? Absolutely. And if there's one company that knows how to do it. It's, it's Toyota. It's Toyota. So I that'd be a great, uh, great choice, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Trail Hunter, uh, <laughs> I like the wheels, actually. They look they look pretty custom. You know, it's uh, it's sort of Range Rover-ish looking. Yeah, and bronze is apparently a uh, part of a historic look in the Toyota mm. world. So I did not know that. I like I like the current Tacoma, the uh, 2023. Um, weirdly, I felt it was a little underpowered with the V6. It sounded like it had a loose torque converter, like the engine would really rev mm. up before you started to get going, but. Uh, but other than that, I like the fact that it was very trucky, like pretty much pretty basic. They may have tuned some of that out uh, with this one, you know, and made it a little bit more futuristic inside. But still, uh, I think I think it's great if they can get more power out of a full out of a four cylinder with a hybrid system. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good for sure. And you know, good fuel mileage. Hey, let's talk about something uh, known as the International Volkswagen Bus Day. 
<laughs> you didn't think I was going to go there, I, did you? I did not. Um, I like to keep gee, you on I, your toes, Liz I Jackson. didn't buy a gift. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, it is going to be revealed. The ID Buzz, the full production version, debuts June 2nd in Huntington Beach, California. And... Um, at the buses and coffee gathering from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it is as a national calendar day. Believe it or not, there's a guy named Marlo Anderson who founded the National Day Calendar in 2023. And uh, he designated, uh, it started in uh, 2013 when he designated January 19th as National Popcorn Day. Who and um, there, believe it or not, there's also a uh, Tonawanda Marble Tournament Day. <laughs> yes, uh, he has this calendar. Really is. Yep. Uh, who who decides on these days? I don't know. He he does, I believe. Marlo Anderson. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <that's> convenient. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is when it will be revealed at the Hyatt Regency in Huntington Beach on the. Pacific Coast Highway, and this is uh, this is the uh, long wheelbase version coming to America, three-row ID Buzz, which is nearly 10 inches longer than the European version. Hmm. Uh, it features removable rear seats and a pivoting second-row uh, captain's chair, so there you go. Exciting. Um, I'm they really so- looking... Are they um, sold out already? I bet they are. I, I'm sure they are. Uh, I'm really looking forward to driving this thing. Um, yeah. Mainly to be seen in it. You know you know how people will just come up and go, hey, where'd you get that? I built it myself. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> I made it myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, so, so that's pretty, pretty cool. And, uh, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on that. I'm sure we'll be talking, talking about that, uh, at the reveal. So good stuff. Good stuff. Less, um, news from Chevy. Now this is, this is an interesting dilemma. You know, people worry about range, right? They worry about, they have range anxiety. And then, Mm -hmm. then of course there is the work truck, Silverado work truck. That's typically... The fleet truck that people get, uh, it's pretty basic. It doesn't have roll-up windows because they don't make them anymore. But no. uh, but it would have a rubber floor mat. It will be basic, basic, basic. Um, so Chevy's going to come out with an uh, EV version of the Silverado work truck. And it originally had a 400-mile range. Now it's going to have a 450-mile range. And, you know... Typically, fleet trucks, they buy a lot of them. Fleets buy a lot of them, right? Well, the only problem with this is uh, it, it will start at $80,000. Yeah, I don't consider that a fleet vehicle. Yeah. And they will have a 350-mile version of it, range version of it, for $75,000. Um, oh, well, heck. I mean, don't you think these things should be in the twenties or thirties? I yes, I was thinking I uh, for a fleet basic truck, rubber floor mats. I would say it, I'd be willing to go as high as thirty. Yeah, but you they know, can't I, do if it. If I'm going to buy, 
20 of these things? Yeah, or maybe you're going to buy 200 of them if you have a, a big Man. fleet. Man. So I don't know. I think that's interesting. Uh, but I don't know if uh, I don't know if fleets will buy it. Maybe they'll buy a few just to show them off, but I did see, I tell you what I did see, it was interesting on a car carrier on the New Jersey Turnpike was one of the electric Amazon vans. It was being oh. transported. Oh yeah. Do you have them down by you? Have you seen? We, uh, I've seen a couple, and uh, there's a big parking lot. It's a huge parking garage for like 2,000 cars uh, along Route 95. It used to be a little mall there with Sears and Macy's and that, but they just leveled it but didn't take the garage down. And that garage is, has a, probably a 1,000 Amazon vehicles oh, parked wow. in it. Wow. Um, they're going to build a hospital complex there. So obviously Amazon will have to move that stuff, but uh, it's fascinating to drive past it and see all those Amazon vans. Well, this one is interesting. It was on a flatbed and it was turned on because the headlights were on. So I don't, I don't know what that was, but, uh, but anyway, there's an example. I'm sure they're probably not paying 75,000 or $80,000 a, a yeah. pop for those vans. So it will be interesting to see how this does. The range is incredible, but, uh, it is. you know, it, it's, it makes you scratch your head. So anyway, uh, let's talk about Alpha Tonale, a uh, great crossover from Alpha Romeo. And, uh, it is, people are very excited about it. It probably will be the biggest seller. But the problem is, Les Jackson, uh, its uh, production is being slowed by angry workers, angry employees. And you know what they're angry about? Angry workers. Yeah. They're slowing down. They're, they're slowing down production. They're upset with unsanitary toilets. Uh, well, now I, I sympathize with that. <laughs> Um. I, I, okay. No, that's legitimate. It's, yeah, and, and there are also uh, no heat in the plant, and now they're being asked to build more of these things. It's built in the same plant as the Fiat Panda, which is their small car, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So um, I guess they feel they're doing the the big work and not getting paid for it, right? And having to deal I've, with yeah. bad bad conditions. So well, work conditions, you know, make bad work conditions make you not do a very good job. And I would say, if this is true, which it probably is, then fix it. Yeah, get someone in to clean the toilets, right? <laughs> or yeah, update well, the sinks or not, something. You know, it's it, it's twenty twenty three. It's not. You know, 1906. Yeah. So uh, so there you have it. So if you're waiting for a Tonali, who knows what's going on there? We'll have to, we'll have to see. And it's it's certainly a, a vehicle that they're kind of um, aligning they're, with the future of the brand yep, with, right? Basing a lot on that. Yeah. So we will have to see how that one works out. Uh, coming up, heard it on the AM radio. We'll tell you what's going on. In Congress, there's actually 
a bit of bipartisanship breaking out. <laughs> so <laughs> they are all in support of keeping AM radios in vehicles. We'll tell you a little bit about what's going on when we come back on Cruise Control. Maybe you're listening to us on AM radio. Who knows? We'll be right back. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. Stay tuned. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Well, here we go, Fred. Um, Over across the river here, um, Congress actually got together and talked to each other this week. (laughs) I kind of remember that when they used to do that. that? Yeah. You know, reach Uh, across the aisle, they said, right? And of all incredibly important subjects, uh, this one was AM radio, which uh, we've known for quite a while that a lot of manufacturers want to get rid of it in their cars, their SUVs. Mm -hmm. But uh, starting with Senator Markey, um, he uh, he issued a bill saying no. Uh, you you got to leave AM radio in the cars uh, for safety reasons. So, good idea, frankly. I think you know. You, I mean, how expensive can AM radio be, Fred? I you know I always wonder about this. They make a big deal about taking things out, then you find out it's like less than 20 bucks. Oh yeah. Um, I, I tell you what, I always listen to AM radio. I listen to it for traffic. I listen to it for a quick update on news when I'm riding along. And frankly, another safety issue, they say, you know, uh, they, there's a system called iPause, uh, integrated public alerts and warning system, um, that uses it. But uh, frankly, if you want to listen to like hear uh, one of the big big news outlets, and you don't have AM radio, the streaming does not work that well because only certain apps can stream yeah. on like Android Audio uh, Auto or something like that. And I find it difficult to manipulate all of that when I'm driving. So I just want a button to say I want to listen to that station and find out what's going on with traffic, you know, or. Or whatever. I just don't see. And I know they say shielding, oh, electric motors and that. I just drove the Lexus RZ. It had AM radio in it. It sounded fine. They can certainly do it. Well, they can. Uh, Granted, AM is susceptible to uh, RF, radio frequency interference that you get from electric motors. Mm -hmm. But you can shield it and it, it doesn't cost a fortune. Um. There, there is the, the FCC really uh, wants to keep AM there because it's, as you said, it's part of this safety system. Now, for people that were a little older, AM radios in your cars and at home used to have a couple little triangles on the yeah. dial. And those were the CD, civil defense, uh, that you tuned to in the event of, I don't know, Probably um, back in the 50s, a nuclear detonation. Somehow, I don't think the radio would help you in that instance. But The, the other cool thing about AM is it goes hundreds and hundreds of miles. I mean, some yeah. of the New York stations, I can be way out in Pennsylvania and still get them. 
And yeah, I used to love driving at night. Um, the skip. And listening to Chicago. Yeah, the skip. Yeah, heard it on the skip. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I think they should keep it. This started with Tesla. They took it out of their cars. And then uh, BMW, Ford, and Volkswagen took it out of some of their cars. Yep. I think it should be there. I just don't see why. It's not a huge well, thing. It's not like saying, hey, I want you to put a engine, a gas engine in an electric car just, just to have it. Right. I mean, it's something you use, and it's not all that expensive. It's just a chip now, by the way. So you, you don't have a super heterodyne dial. <laughs> with tubes, yeah. With tubes. It's just a chip that picks up radio frequencies. Right. And uh, come on. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, you know, when Congress jumps on something like this, they they pass a quick law. Well, it says all, hey. all sides are on, including Ted Cruz. Uh, I don't know where the other names here in this article. J.D. Vance, Deb Fisher. Yep. I don't know who These they are, are where hitters. they are in the spectrum of, uh, you know, uh, yeah. politics. But also the federal communications chair uh, is uh, yeah, yeah. is interested in keeping it. So uh, I feel that I feel that they will have them. Uh, they will have that. Now, will these other cars have to be retrofitted? Um, gee, mm, probably not. Um, uh, but and you but, know, uh, here's the thing too. Much. Older cars, if you have a problem with your radio, you want to upgrade it, you can do it, right? You can buy a new yeah, radio. Just pop it in. You can't do that with a Tesla. What are you going to hang it under it with, under the yeah, dash? Most, <laughs> that's right. Most of these uh, cars today have screens in them, and everything is in the screen. Right. So there's no way to update it. No. There's no way. And what you, you know, young people are very soon will not recognize an ignition switch. That's true. You know, a key. <laughs> it's it's true. Yeah. It's certainly true. Yeah. Well, hey, I come obviously we we have a vested interest cuz many people listen to us on AM radio, so yeah. but as someone that's been in the broadcast industry for a long time and enjoys the technology and as just a youth person that wants to get in a car, I don't want to fumble with it. Let's turn on the radio and see why the traffic has slowed up. Exactly. I still do it. It's a lot easier, you, and you shouldn't be looking at your phone to, to figure it out. So we'll see where that goes, um, but, uh, but there you have it. Now, you have a story about uh, Ford shareholders talking about quality, and uh, we should talk about this because you and I discussed this the other week on Cruise Control. The Ford Mustang launched the new version of it. It had fitment issues with body gaps. It had a exhaust yeah. valve issue and something else i forget what it was they did stop the line to correct these things and um you know ford uh ford uh chairman bill ford took questions at this meeting and also ceo jim farley and they were asked about what are you doing to increase the quality of their uh products and he stated that it is, you know, he didn't say quality is job one. That's been there <laughs> saying for a long time. Yeah. But he used certain ex examples, like and one of them was Super Duty trucks. He said uh, prototypes are driven for more real-world real road miles and a, num 
A higher number of trucks are put through towing tests. Additional checks on the assembly line happen at the Super Duty factory, including AI monitored uh, tech monitors to catch uh, quality issues. And it's funny, uh, he cited this, and I can give you a personal example of this. Every day, uh, workers take 100 trucks off the line for a 25-mile pre-delivery shakedown cruise to scrutinize their performance. Now, I bought a van years ago, and they did that because that came with a sticker on it that said, your van was driven 25 miles hmm. to check the quality of it. <laughs> and I was and like, we're, and well, we're still looking for the steering wheel. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And those dents will prove it. Uh, <laughs> I, I was kind of, I was kind of annoyed by it. I was like, well, I bought a new truck. I want something that's got low mileage. You know, I didn't buy, you know, something that was used and let's go out for coffee. But I know well, they didn't yeah. do that. They drove it around the test track somewhere, probably. Right. I don't think yeah, they, they just, take it home and have right. to take the kids to soccer practice in it. Right. <laughs> but, but that's not new. I know he cited that as one, one of the things, but, um, don't you think domestic manufacturers still have to deal with the old thoughts of, you know, well, they're not high quality and are they still dealing with these issues? Uh, they still are. It's kind of hard to believe because, of course, the bodies are put together by robots and they're very precise. Mm -hmm. um, you know, fitment, panel fitment, uh, that's very surprising on the Mustang that it would you know, maybe they've been watching Tesla assembly line people. Uh, that was my fear that Tesla quality would be good yeah. enough and everyone it's would say, enough, so. hey, we can save $6 per car if the door doesn't work. Yeah. But, and, and, you know, you do have the quality inspectors at the end of every line. Oh, yeah. And they're doing a quick check. Now, they're probably finding this stuff and noting it. Yeah. And then as it builds up in numbers, they deal uh, with they it. They sound the alarm. But um, he was also asked uh, some other questions uh, about Ford production woes. Uh, what about hydrogen vehicles and why yeah. the company doesn't build a challenger to the Chevy Corvette? His response was, Are you kidding? This, <laughs> this is um, Mr. Ford himself or Bill, as he likes to go by. He says, don't ever call me Mr. Ford. That's what he told me when I was like, okay. Um, he said, um, they said, why, why don't you build a Challenger to the Corvette? And he said, are you kidding? We have the Mustang, which I think is by far the best sports car. It's affordable. It's faster than all get out. And it's as good as you can possibly get. So flying the blue oval flag there, as yep. you would expect well, Bill Ford to do. You can't blame him for that. You can't blame them. And the fact is, you know, the Mustang for the money, uh, boy, it's a heck of a performer. So, hey, when we come back, Les is going to have an at the wheel review of a big performer, too, in a different way. It is the Hyundai Palisade. So stay tuned. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast episode's information. Cruise Control. Welcome back. It is time for an at-the-wheel review. And as Fred mentioned early on, I'm uh, reviewing the Hyundai Palisade 
calligraphy version. That's the top end. I never understood why they said calligraphy. Like that, I don't that, either. That uh, is like, isn't that what you get on a wedding invite? The fancy writing? Yeah, I mean, it's fancy writing, but uh, uh, what can I say? Anyway, uh, the exterior color of this is called Robust Emerald. Robust. Uh, it's green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Robust Emerald. Interior is gray. Uh, which I always love it when when they're not black interiors because uh, you don't I don't see as much detail anyway um, it, uh, it's big it's a three row um, people hauler it is extremely popular everybody uh, that owns one loves them um, I think the dealers are still having a tough time keeping enough in stock mm-hmm. uh, they're actually they're not cheap, but considering what you've got there um, it, and the size of it and all of that, it's it's pretty reasonable. I'll tell you right up front. This is a, a flat 49850 uh, and that's it. There's only one option. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, the, and Hyundai has a flat uh, $999 delivery charge, too. That's pretty good. Uh, so that's great. And you get, um, 36,000 month free maintenance on this. So, you know, it's, I think it's less expensive than most of the other things out there. And it's probably bigger than them. It's got, it's It's, got, it's got that big grill up front. It's big. Um, and it's all wheel drive. Um, which by the way, I'll tell you right now, one of the things I noticed the kind of, bothered me a little bit is that the all-wheel drive is uh, sounds and feels like a locking differential when you're making a hard turn oh like binding you know, that 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 grabby crunchy binding type thing binding yeah and um it was noticeable okay and so it didn't, didn't hurt anything but but uh, i noticed things like that and then they bother me um, now, uh, the exterior, aside from being the robust green, the calligraphy has is a two-tone. It has a black lower section okay, um, and black roof rails and black lug nuts. <laughs> I got to have those. But, listen, I would have bought them at the, <laughs> at the <laughs> local auto store. Um, it also has 20-inch wheels. Got to have them. Big Gotta wheels them, keep uh, on turning. Forty fives, fifties. So this thing is is designed to haul a lot of weight. It's also uh, can haul a lot of uh, trailer. Well, considering it's a it's a people hauler, uh, it'll haul a trailer with brakes, five thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a trailer with brakes, then it's fifteen hundred. Okay. Because you got to use its brakes. Um, it's powered by a 3.8 V6, 290 horsepower, plenty of power. Uh, it's quiet, so that's great. Um, again, standard. Everything is standard on this. Um, you get uh, an eight-way power driver's seat, and then just standard power uh, passenger seats up front. 
Um, they're ventilated, but but um, it's not the ventilated seats are not available on this. This has the air conditioned seats. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12.3 inch touchscreens through the line, uh, underfloor storage compartment, um, second and third row HVAC controls. Wow. Which you don't see the third row very often. No. Uh, which, by the way, folds down electrically beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used it when I picked up a big sheet of glass because I'm rebuilding my storm windows. The glass almost made it into my front door. Wow. I won't talk about that anymore. <laughs> um, I was I was busy. Anyway, so. <laughs> I'll be getting another one. Um, All of the safety goodies, again, standard blind spot, rear cross traffic, forward collision avoidance, uh, pedestrian detection. Um, Hyundai's got it. It, You know, it uh, it works. Change uh, lane change, oncoming, uh, junction crossing. Um, They thought of everything. Third row looks pretty usable. Yeah. It, it, uh, it and, uh, folded down. It folded down or even sitting yeah. in there. It looks It was easy. about about a five to 10 degree slant. You know, mm-hmm. certainly no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice. And by the way, all the seats are, are very comfortable. Uh, a couple friends of mine were, you know, if, I don't, maybe you're noticing this, but when you, when you have something big like this, your friends get in it. They don't get in the front seat. They like to sit in the back seats. Home, James. Sort of be chauffeured around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's happening a lot. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm winning that battle. No. Um, and okay. overall, um, it, it's it's really uh, a, a fine thing to drive. The, all of the features are just so nicely done um, that that you can see why it's so appealing to, to owners. Um, also it has Hyundai Genesis, uh, turn signals. When you're looking at the da- the two dash instruments, if, uh, for instance, you're turning in or you're moving to the left lane and you hit the, the, uh, turn signal, it lights up a, a rear view camera that right. shows you if the lane is open or not. That's I think every vehicle on the road should have that. That actually started with Hyundai Sonatas, I believe. And yeah. it migrated yeah. all the way to Genesis. And uh, everyone should have it. It's good. Um, and it is decent, decent on the road. I took it for quite a ways, about 200 miles. Uh, I averaged not keeping my foot entirely smooth. Um, I averaged 19.9 and uh, on longer runs of 20 or 30 miles, it was, it was showing a, 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 an average of about 21 and a half, which for that size, that weight, all wheel drive, it's not really too bad. You know, this is also, I would say, about twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars less expensive than its competitors. It is. Um, I mean, so many of these others in this category that we're seeing are, you know, well in the high fifties, 
many in the high mid to high 60s. And um, I think that's another reason the Palisade is just so well received. But and this it is, is laid the, out. This is the Telluride, basically, isn't it? The Kia Telluride. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the sister or brother car to the Kia Telluride. This is more available, though, I think, than the Telluride. Yeah, yeah. and dealers. I mean, really, it's um, it. Seven passengers are very comfortable in there. Um, Everything comes with it. It still has the famous Hyundai 10-year drivetrain warranty. Mm -hmm. Um, It's pretty hard to go wrong with this thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Except parking. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's big. It's actually long. Uh, I I didn't get the, uh, the, the full length, but I believe about 225 inches. So it's almost 30 feet long. No, it's <laughs> twenty some odd feet long. Yeah, about nineteen, I think, around there. I mean, it it takes up some room. Wow! So parallel parking and and all of that. Um, but really, um, I understand why people really want them. Hey, uh, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. We'll see you down the road. Bye.